Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, what's something that says you're having a midlife crisis without saying you're having a midlife crisis? And why does my mom want a Vespa? What are you getting at there? You think she's having her own midlife crisis? Crisis, rather? (laughs) The useless thing that your partner spends way too much money on. That's on the podcast. And Wendy's chili in the grocery aisle. Mm-hmm. Leap your babies and Jerry Seinfeld is coming to town. We'll tell you why. Thousand dollar minute advantage right now for the first day of March. The answer to question number 10 is Justin Bieber. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy indeed. <laughs> it's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hey. Uh, how are you? Good. How, how do you decide whether to wear glasses on any particular day? You came in with glasses this morning. Oh, I'm supposed to wear them all the time. Are you I really? Just, yeah, I am. I have a very, very lazy eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of my eyes is rogue. And Okay, so when you look in the mirror and one of the eyes is pointing the other way, no. so I better put my glasses I on? I can just feel it. Like, I sometimes wake up with headaches and I'm just like, no, I need to, I can't strain this any further. Huh. And so how long do you wear your glasses after that? I'll, I'll wear them all day. Oh, okay, but not <laughs> probably tomorrow? Maybe not tomorrow. It depends if I'm in the mood. I honestly just forget. But if I wake up okay. and I can tell that my eyes are strained already... Yeah. It's a glasses day. I know. Fascinating conversation, right? Hang in there. Um, do you wear contacts when you don't wear My glasses? My God, no. No? Oh, I could never wear contacts. So why do you need glasses? Why are you wearing them, like, to see, like, up close? Or no, what? no. I have a lazy eye. So it's just a lazy so eye one of my of one of my eyes doesn't work very well. I mm-hmm. can't see. My other, like this, my left eye is just glass. There's no prescription in this eye, in this oh, one. Oh, okay. But this one is like a magnifying glass, my oh, right eye. All right. So I just, I just know, I there's days where I just know I need my glasses. Would you just not wear them for like a long time so I can see your lazy eye so I can, you know. <laughs> you know when I talk about my Hopkins eye? Hopkins eye, yes. That's my lazy eye. And with the ball sack eye, that's another thing. That's altogether. also on the Hopkins eye wow. side. So I've got eye problems. Oh, wow. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got some facts for you. What the fact is this morning. Um, if you, when you go into a restaurant, have you ever noticed that almost all the time, the hosts at restaurants are women. In fact, StatsCan says 82% of all restaurant hosts are women. Wow. Just throw that out there. Yeah. It's not a job that men seem to want to do or, mm. or whatever. Or maybe the owners of the restaurants think their women do the job better. Who knows? Pope Francis, leader of the Catholic Church, once worked as a bouncer <laughs> in an Argentinian bar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the least intimidating bouncer out there. Probably. Hey, guys. Yeah, please. Could you, I mean, for the love of God. <laughs> would you mind? Nice. <laughs> uh, there is a Santa Claus University that teaches professional Santa Claus's skills, like toy knowledge, uh, poses, and how to avoid lawsuits. A top-level Santa Claus can make up to $100,000 a year. The fact that... There's a school for that? Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, you don't just throw people out into the mall and say, here you go, good luck, but I don't know anything about toys. Too bad. No, you have to be taught these things. Okay. Okay? All right. And yesterday I mentioned that uh, up until 1923, Nova Scotians drove on the left-hand side of the road. Mm-hmm. And in 1924, that's when we began 
you know, driving on the right-hand side of the road. And I was wondering how that might happen. What, you know, what, there's no, nobody to tell you. You don't even have radio to tell everybody, hey, uh, on this day, we're going to start driving on the other side, okay? So it must have been very confusing. Or maybe it happened uh, as it did in Sweden in 1967 when all, everybody drove on the left-hand side of the road. On a particular day in 1967, all vehicles had to come to a complete stop at 4.50 p.m., then carefully change to the right-hand side of the road and sit there and stop again. They weren't allowed to move on the right-hand side of the road from that day forward now until 5 o'clock. So oh 10 God. minutes, nothing happened. What a disaster. <laughs> well, Can you imagine? That somebody had to come up with a plan. Yeah, I mean, but the fact that everybody listened is unbelievable. <laughs> like, would you? I don't think it. I, I'm thinking in Nova Scotia, it took a while for the word to get around. I'm thinking that, <laughs> you know, somewhere in, in Mulgrave or Canso or somewhere, people were still driving on the left-hand yeah, side. probably. Until a guy showed up from Halifax and was like, uh, guys, what? <laughs> Yet it still happens in, like, every roundabout. <laughs> right. Wrong side, wrong direction. What, what else fuck? is new? <laughs> Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. What does your partner believe is a total waste of money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came home from the grocery store last night and I was in trouble. I was holding two cases of bubbly. And I'm not allowed to buy bubbly, apparently. I love bubbly. Do you drink it? I really try to avoid it. I'm not a big fan of the flavors, but... Um... It's just, it's, it's water, really. I mean. It's sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. And it tastes better when it comes from a can. But I'm not allowed to buy it because I love sparkling water so much that Renee bought me a soda stream. Mm-hmm. We were spending so much yep. money on bubbly and, and San Pellegrino and all these things. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I'm over it. I, she came home. She surprised me with a soda stream, which is great. I love my soda stream. But there's something about having a cold can Straight from the fridge, that is much more satisfying. I get it. I understand. But right. We have a soda stream as well. Yeah. And it's because we were buying so much soda That's water it. or whatever. Right. And you just make it when you want it. You have it all the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes over, you make some, and everybody can have sparkling water. They're really, really quite useful until, they, of course, they run out of CO2. They are very useful, but they're not, they don't taste as satisfying as from the can. <laughs> well, you can't, I mean, you can flavor them. No, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about the flavor. I'm talking about how a nice, cold, crisp can feels. Ah, it's different. Okay. And so every time we go to the store, I will literally say, oh, let's go see if Bubbly's mm. on sale. And Renee's like, Aaron, no, I bought you a soda stream. We have the Bubbly flavors at home that I can use, no problem. But I went yesterday on my own and they were on sale. So I came home with two cases and Renee just shook her head at me. And she's like, it is a total waste of money. So what did you ask just a, a, a minute ago? You had to know whether people agreed with you that this isn't a waste of money. Is that what you're looking for? Some kind of affirmation? That sure. This is a, no, yeah. I'm trying is, to tell her that she's wrong. She's I'm allowed not, to spend my money on this. Renee is right. <laughs> she is absolutely 100% correct. Okay. <laughs> it is a total waste of money. To be oh and hey, not to mention the empties that I'm hoping get recycled properly and sent back to where they are. Because if not, it's not only a waste of money; it's a waste of the environment. 
Well, of course I recycle, but I don't take them to the bottle depot and get my money back. Well, that's do another. Yeah, of you course do I of do. Course I have do. large bags that I collect. And when I've got about four or five large bags, I take them to the recycling depot and get 20 bucks back. I Thank also you. live in an apartment. So where am I going to put all that? <laughs> right? So I've got a full on excuse. I'm just saying I'm in trouble. It's a waste of money. It we, is- all, we all do things like this, though, right? I'm sure we do all waste money. But if, you know, on the sheer question... Of whether you have a leg to stand on, you don't. Renee is right. It's a waste of money. Okay, Sorry. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, what, is your, what does your partner think is a total waste <laughs> of money? If it's not bubbly, it's going to be something else, oh, right? It, maybe it's something your partner does. It's a total waste of money. Ah, <laughs> oh, what is that? Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Hey, well, thanks for having my back. I guess so. Not you, Peter. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I'm in trouble for wasting my money, yeah. apparently. I uh, I came up with some bubbly, cases of bubbly last night, and Renee was upset with me because she bought me a soda stream so I wouldn't keep spending my money on cans of bubbly. Mm-hmm. But it just tastes better when it comes from a cold can. And I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Uh, This text says, yeah, Aaron, I totally agree with you about the bubbly. I cannot go through a day without a cold can from the Mm. fridge. If it doesn't burn your throat going down, it's not bubbly enough. Okay, I I will agree with you, of course, that all of the texts that have just rolled in, and there are many of them, are all in your favor. And we'll get (laughs) to a couple more. Uh, But the soda stream thing, you can control the... The bubbles. I mean, you can actually put too much CO2 in there. Yeah, I, I put the max and until it almost goes over. Me too. <laughs> but here's another one. Uh, Peter is wrong. Okay, fine. Uh, tell Erin to sell the soda stream. She's a grown-ass woman and can buy herself some cans of whatever she wants. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Also, this, I'm with you, Erin. My husband bought me a soda stream for the same reason as there were just so many cans all the time. Mm-hmm. But I prefer my bubbly with all the different flavors and ice cold out of the fridge, so now I don't have to buy it. And I don't drink the soda stream as it's just not the same. Okay. Also, Peter doesn't mind the cans from his craft beer piling up in the garage, <laughs> though. Right? They do that. They you do pile that. They up pile your them bags up and bags. Until I eventually just say, well, I can't walk around in here. I got to go take them away to the recycling. And you get, what, like $10? No. <laughs> Worth it. Well, better than, okay. <laughs> I, well, I'm not going to win this. So Aaron is right. You can keep the bubbly, the soda stream. Can we talk about the waste of money? And that's really what this was all about. Yeah. But what you or your partner just waste your money on. Yeah. Uh, the number of people who waste their money on appliances that never get used. And I bet there are a lot of soda streams. Well, I mean, soda streams, for example, uh, that uh, it was a novelty and you did it for a while. And then you got to take that uh, canister of CO2 or two of them at a time, which is actually more efficient, back to wherever it is. And you figure out, holy crap, they want how much for one of these? It is shocking once you realize how much it costs. Right. And those commercials from SodaStream that kept telling you all the money you're going to save on your plastic bottles of water or whatever. I mean... No. <laughs> so maybe that's what you're wasting your money on. Yeah. I think uh, my wife, my wife, Gisela, love her very much. She would say that I waste my money on some very useless things. I can't walk by um, antiques without having a look. I can't look by, walk by the collectible section that might be in a thrift store without having a look. Yeah. And I am tempted, so tempted to buy something and take it home. You're a collectibles guy for sure. Oh, it's just stuff for yeah. sure. And I've passed it along, sadly, 
to other members of my family, oh, one no. in particular. My son is that person as well. Is he? Oh, my God. <laughs> Autograph, baseball cards, memorabilia. Oh, wait. Let me find that tweet that he just sent. Here it is. Um, he, he, sent, he tweeted out a picture of a ticket to nowhere, to a baseball game that doesn't exist. Now, let me tell you what this what? is all about. He posted a picture of a baseball game ticket from 1985 to a game that never happened. And I'm just going to read his tweet. This is so cool. <laughs> He's got it bad, doesn't he, already? This is so <laughs> this is cool. You. In 1985, the Blue Jays were eliminated in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series against the Kansas City Royals. If they had won, this ticket would have been for Game 2 of the World Series played at Exhibition Stadium in Toronto. In reality... The Royals played the Cardinals and won. Wait, so he physically has the ticket? He physically How? bought he wasn't even born. The ticket. No, but, you know, you can find these things. He if bought he, it. He bought it. Oh, no. He bought it and oh, is now no. collecting this ticket to nowhere. Where? What have you done? What I'm, have you done? And I'm, I'm, that is on me. <laughs> I am the reason Peter. why he just bought a ticket to nowhere. He doesn't need God to be spending his money. <laughs> how much money on it. Right? Right? So... I'm sorry, Ben. Uh, I didn't mean to pass on the collecting. Good one. (laughs) Gene. Okay, how about you? What do you or your partner waste your money on? Whether you like it or not, it happens. So many people took Aaron's side. I have to say, okay, Aaron, I guess I'm wrong. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I get oh, and you mentioned you have the bubbly flavors that you can flavor your soda stream water with. Yeah. Do they taste the same? Totally. Do they? I just like a cold can. That's all it is. Mm. It's just different. It tastes better. I've tried like the Diet Pepsi and ginger ale flavors. Yeah, I love those. And I'm just like, mm, oh, that's really? not really how it tastes. Oh, I Maybe find I'm it very it similar. Okay, so things that your partner wastes, I'm going to say his, but could be his, hers, or their money on. Um, and I got to agree, what the hell? Almost 50 years old and still buying Funko Pops. What are Funko Pops? Little characters, little toy characters, like almost like oh, something you would yeah. think would be a, a handout at, with a Happy Meal or something. So are, no, are they're the, real money. Are they like a collectible? Yeah, thing? Okay. yeah they're totally All collectible. Right, so that's what it is. You can get your favorite team. You can so many things. Okay, the amount of texts coming in that say Tim's. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like this text says, Tim Hortons and my hubby goes to Tim's every day, even in a snowstorm mm-hmm. or a hurricane, to get a tea. Yeah. I say make it at home, but no, he must go to Tim's. Honestly, it's a part of a routine thing. It's a social thing for a lot of people. It gets you out of the house. I get it. I Okay. that All right. All of those sorts of things. But tea, I mean, I, I, I understand the coffee if it has a particular flavor that you like, but your tea, it's like... A tea they, makes like 20 cents to and, have at home. And they have the same tea that you have at home. <laughs> the exact same tea yeah, that why, you have at home. If you go to Tim Hortons every single day, like every single day, snowstorm, hurricanes, is it about the the drink or is it just the routine of getting out of the house and going to where you're oh, used to going? Okay. Right? All right. That's another question. I'm curious. Do you think, for example, that there's something in, I've heard this before, it's it's an, an urban myth, that there's something in the Tim Hortons coffee that yeah. makes it, like, addictive to you, that you have to have your Tims to start your day. Nothing else will do. Is that a thing in your life? If it is, text us. <laughs> Let us know. Give us a call. We, we need to know. Explain. Yes, we need to know. 
Uh, it, literally the hurricane thing. Uh, Aaron and I came in uh, on Hurricane Fiona yeah. day. Yeah. And uh, we were on the air and we were taking calls and tons of calls, much more oh than God. you would ever believe, yeah. considering all the power outages. And they were all about what Tim Hortons is open. It's open. Who has power. That was like the biggest <laughs> deal that morning. And I also brought up the thing about, well, first of all, the old myth that there's something in the Tim Hortons coffee yeah. that draws people to line up out to the street totally to get one coffee before they go wherever they're going. <laughs> and then tea, because tea, I, I was kind of putting it out there that you can make the exact same tea. Maybe you can't make the exact same coffee. But you can make the exact same tea at home. It's literally water. Like, I just don't <laughs> okay. get it. So this text just came in uh, from uh, Tro, I believe. I get an extra large tea every morning. And if I don't get one that day, for whatever reason, I always feel a little bit off. And I can never pinpoint it until I re realize, oh, I didn't make my Tim's run today. <laughs> I get the whole Tim's tea thing. Totally different from what you can make at home. Drinking mine right now. I've made it to regular status in my 30s. Wow. So this person is a regular at Tim Hortons in their 30s. Okay, this text says every single day, we've got an order here. Every single day, I purchase a large mocha ice cap. Mm. It doesn't matter what time I wake up or how I feel, I have to buy one. And I'm lactose intolerant. What? Also, I'm addicted to the new pastry they have. Uh -huh. I don't care about the time of day or where I am. If I need an ice cap and a pastry, I will get one. I'm assuming they're talking about those snackers that they have. Yeah, they're kind of crisscross yeah, pastry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cream Ooh, cheese. They look so underneath. good. They do look good. But I mean, a large mocha ice cap and one of those pastries. I mean, that that's expensive, too. Yeah. Ice caps are expensive. And, and they are. And what's it? Oh, never mind. Don't <laughs> like, get into that. Don't get into what's it doing to your brain no. at that hour of the morning. And oh my goodness. No way. No, okay, okay, fine. So you're not alone. Okay, I'm jealous, <laughs> but also just slightly horrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your text coming in, by the way, this morning to 124 7. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Okay, think about all the subscriptions that you have right now. No, don't make me do that. Whether please. it's for television, yeah. music, people have makeup subscriptions. And there's basically a subscription for everything now. And restaurants are now jumping on board with this. Okay. Restaurant subscriptions are becoming a thing and will become a thing here in Canada. Now, large chain restaurants in the States have just started rolling this out. Uh, even some, you know, neighborhood diners are getting on board. The idea is if you buy a subscription, you're going to get an offer of something. So maybe you get unlimited drinks. Some subscriptions will have free delivery for a month, free appetizers with every visit. One of the well-known brands, Taco Bell, mm -hmm. is doing this. It's called a $10 Taco Lover's Pass, and it's their version of their subscription. So it gives you a taco every single day for a month. Really? Yeah. Well, so that's that what they're doing. It's a new good. thing. Yeah. So based on whatever the restaurant wants to offer, mm -hmm. you pay a fee for a month and you get something out of that, like so free, free appetizers, desserts. free, free desserts. Exactly. Okay. Would you be into that? Um, you go to Daryl's like multiple <laughs> times during the week. If they had some sort of subscription, right? you or, might be into it. Or share option. Yeah. Share. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought that was so interesting. You know, I mean, I'll, we have a lot of subscriptions, but this one could really, you know. I, I and I and it sounds like it's a way for the, uh, especially the chain restaurants. Oh yeah. To to keep going. Well, chain restaurants are having a hard time. That's the thing. And if, if you don't end up going and claiming right. whatever it is, Which they're still making the money off yeah. of you, right? Uh -huh. So yeah.
going to be coming to Canada. Hey, uh, roll up the win is coming back to Timmy's, but once again, it's not the familiar roll up the rim to win that we all know and love. Uh, so starting on Monday, you can play for prizes, including $10,000, family vacations, gift cards, free drinks and food, the usual. Uh, but you earn a roll by scanning your Tim's rewards card when you buy eligible items. For the first time ever this year, they're doing a new $10,000 daily jackpot. So every roll that you get, you're automatically in the draw to win ten grand. It's still not the same as having it's an actual, not, like, biting the end of your cup. Not nearly as satisfying <laughs> as chewing off the end of the cup. No. Remember when they came out with those little things you put on your keychain and it would yeah. cut it up for you? Yes. <laughs> wonder if anybody still has those laying around. Well, we were all pros when you drank the coffee. You could fold it in half yeah. and then it made it easier to roll oh, up. Oh, man. Maybe all slobbery. Handing a, it back. <laughs> it's a skill that I just don't need anymore. <laughs> Rolling? <laughs> Unrolling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. I do need Yeah, that. you do. <laughs> Hey, and a few weeks ago, we talked about the rumor of Walmart introducing the coin cart rule, paying a loony to use a cart and you get it back when you're done. Uh, it's no longer a rumor. It's rolling out across Canada as we speak. If you shop at No Frills, you're used to this. Mm-hmm. This is what they do there. Uh, but people are upset online. They're saying, who has cash? This is a total pain in the butt. Uh, others saying, hey, you can go on Amazon and buy a coin insert that you can put on the on your keychains. Mm-hmm. They're like two bucks. It comes in the shape of a loony. Then you never have to worry about, you know, having change. Right, right. Oh, there so it go is. ahead. It's literally two dollars. I just looked. Yeah. Yep. You so, get, oh, you can get two of them or you can get four of them? Well, you're, it's good. if you, you, know, you never know when you need a Walmart card. So right? just order them right now. Put them on your keys and you'll never have to worry put about having a loony. The, the zipper of your winter coat. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> it's okay. That too, I guess. <laughs> Mommy. What's that man doing? Look away. <laughs> Just look away. <laughs> My God. Okay, that's what's trending this morning on Move 100. Move. Password to paradise. Winner. Good morning, Robert Pruel. Amazing news for you. You and your wife, Jocelyn, are going to beaches, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> She's not going to believe this. We won. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I never win anything. Uh-huh. You've made my day. Jocelyn. <laughs> Robert. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Winner of trip number 24. How many times have we heard, I- I've never won anything. I like know. Th- never won anything in my life. It's like pure shock. Yeah. I love it. So that was trip number 24 to right. Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Out of 30 trips were given away. That means six more trips to go. Can you believe it? We are quickly coming to the end of our trips. Hey, don't worry. We've got other things planned for you. But six more opportunities for you to win your trip to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. You got it. Your next password to paradise is coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. I'll move 100. Good people. Good music. Good conversation. Positive, energetic. They keep you really calm and in a good mood all the time. Mornings on Move 100. With Aaron and Peter. Hey, how do you say... They're having a midlife crisis without saying they're having a midlife crisis. I think this is a funny story, Erin. Your mom. Oh, my goodness. My mom. (laughs) And I love you, mom. My mom is buying a Vespa. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of was shocked. So she texted me a photo of a Vespa and said, what do you think? Uh And I said, for what? <laughs> for, for whom? For where? For what? You can't just ask me what I think what and think? send me a picture of a Vespa. Your thoughts on a Vespa, like, go. That's a normal thing to send somebody. So I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, 
Mom, I won't give up your age, but she's turning a significant <laughs> age this summer. And she wants to buy herself a Vespa, which I think is fantastic. All the power to you. But what, where, <laughs> where, where have you, do you see people driving, driving around in Vespas? I can, yeah, I do, actually. You do? I have a friend who is of uh, probably about the same age as your mother is turning. Okay. Uh, and uh, she's been a Vespa rider for the last few year, years. I mean, she looks great on a Vespa. I mean, first of all, I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I say she looks great on a Vespa because I know I would not look good on a Vespa. <laughs> I, I think I would look outrageous on a Vespa. I know what you mean, though. Right? And, you know, there's you have to live in the city. I yeah. mean, you're not driving this thing in from Waverly, necessarily. No. Right? You're just taking it to the post office at that point. Well, and, uh, and that was my question. I said, what are you going to do with this Vespa? And she goes, oh, I'll zip around town. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, go to the grocery store. I can go. He-. And I'm like, I literally said, are they legal on the roads? Like, I don't know the Vespa laws. Uh, she goes, yeah, as long as you have a helmet, you're good to go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course they're legal. What? They're motorcycles. I mean, there are some... Yeah, she could go even lower, like one of those electric scooters, which apparently you can use anywhere. But Vespas are like a registered motor vehicle. I would feel so exposed, like driving down the road on a Vespa. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't even imagine doing it. But she's all for it. She wants to buy herself a Vespa. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, whatever you want to do. What you're saying, if I can read between the lines, because you started uh, by saying, how do you say someone's having a midlife crisis without yeah. saying they're having a midlife crisis? This is a sign of your mother's midlife crisis? I'm assuming I've seen my dad go through it. He didn't buy himself a Vespa, but he bought himself an unnecessary collector's car that a I'm pretty sure car. led to my parents' divorce. <laughs> <laughs> But I've never, I've never seen my mom have like a purchase like this, and I, I just thought, okay, this is coming for a significant birthday. Mm-hmm. This is this a midlife crisis I'm, thing? I, I mean, I love you, mom. Honestly, all, all the power to you. I'm betting that she's always wanted one, unspoken, right. always wanted one, and is finally thinking, okay, well, if I don't get it now, the YOLO moment. When am I going to get this Vespa? I right. can ride it now for the next maybe ten years <laughs> if I'm lucky. <laughs> And then I've got to put it away. Anybody have a midlife crisis and buy a Vespa? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it wasn't a Vespa. Maybe it was something completely different. Okay. But you thought to yourself, whether it was you doing it or your partner or somebody you know, mm-hmm. is this a midlife crisis move? Oh, there are big midlife crisis moves like a Vespa or a muscle car. And there are smaller midlife crisis moves yeah. as well, for sure. And- <laughs> And we're just curious. You? Is it you? Or is it someone you love? Or is it someone you know? Tell us they are having a midlife crisis without saying, oh, they're having a midlife crisis. Yeah. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Text says, Aaron, I had a Vespa, and I had to go to a two-day scooter school, safety and licensing class. And I said, well... How do you did you use it often? Why don't you have a Vespa anymore? Mm. They got back to me. I loved it. It was orange when I lived downtown. I used it all the time. We moved and I just wasn't using it anymore. But I had a really nice wool cape like coat. Mm. And when I drove on the Vespa, it would fly up behind me like I was a superhero. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> cute. cute. That's really cute. <laughs> you, it's very possible to look amazing on a Vespa. Absolutely. This one says I have wanted a Vespa for ages. I work and live in the same small community and I take my big SUV to work every day and it's literally a three-minute drive. Mm. Um, I need one so I can go home and let the dog out at lunch, but I think the SUV's too much. If I had a Vespa, I'd be saving money and having fun. 
Good for your mom. You see, okay, okay, so maybe it's not a horrible purchase. No. I just didn't know that it was a thing that people were doing. Fair. I don't. I don't In disagree Canada. that it's a, a midlife crisis. But I mean, midlife crises can be big things or they can be small things. I can't tell you how long I have been searching the obituaries for other people my age and looking at them and saying, "Huh, yeah, okay." I could guess I could see that coming. Look at that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, you're saying this is like a midlife crisis thing? Of course. I mean, tell me. Looking at the obituaries? Anybody else have that happen to them or start oh. looking at pictures of your old classmates? and just, Oh, here's one. Here's a small-scale midlife crisis. You see somebody, a movie star on whatever, SNL, or they're doing an interview or whatever, and you think, huh. That person's the same age as me. <laughs> and they look much older um, or younger? Some, sometimes <laughs> they're going, oh, my God, look how young he looks. Or sometimes you're going, okay. <laughs> I look fabulous. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm fine. Uh, I love That's it. a midlife crisis on okay. another level. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm learning a lot this I morning. I didn't buy a convertible Mustang. But I do look at the obituary. Okay, signs that you're having a midlife crisis, whether it's a random purchase, a good one or a bad one, or uh, looking at the obituary. Oh, no. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Scooter text. Read that one uh, to me if you can find it. I've got it. Here about scooter school? No, no, the one about... Uh, oh, the, oh. She, they've got a scooter. Yeah, yeah, sorry. This text says, I don't have a Vespa, but I bought myself a stand-up motorized scooter, mm. and it brings me so much joy. I can get that baby up to 40 kilometers an hour and feel the wind in my hair. I just arrive to work smiling every day. And I, as I read that, I said to Peter, I'm surprised that we don't have more scooters mm -hmm. around the city because you go to big cities, Toronto and Montreal and Calgary and Vancouver, they all have scooters all over the city. Yeah. And, and when I'm there and I'm visiting friends, everybody literally gets around by scooter. Right. And it's so convenient. You just leave them wherever you want. Right. How, how is all over the street. I, I know there's laws and rules and whatever, but mm -hmm. I'm just shocked that we haven't got to that point in Halifax yet, especially with all the students here. Yeah. It, would be, it would be great. Still a few more. Uh, I mean, there are a few places where you can still get them. Yeah, right? but I'm talking like literally all having the them place. all over the city, sure. like being able to walk if, out your front door and find one. If you see me on Barrington Street on a scooter, <laughs> you will know that I am personally going through my own midlife crisis. <laughs> you want, you're not moment. into it? No, I'm not. The fact that that thing can get up to 40 kilometers an hour scares oh, the hell out of me. You zoom on those bad boys. I would feel so much safer on yeah. a Vespa. And that's the than, thing. Than on a scooter. There is that argument because there are a lot of injuries. People can, you know, not be as safe as they need to right. be on those scooters. And I've, I know it's hard to kind of patrol that. But it's a good option if you don't have a vehicle. And a lot of people oh, yeah. don't have vehicles here. Oh, yeah. No, and they do look fun. Yeah. Just, <gasps> scare me just a little bit. So right. tell us that you're having a midlife crisis or someone you love is having a midlife crisis without saying you're having one. Mm -hmm. This text says, my coworker just got Invisalign and she's in her 60s. I'm like, girl, save your money for dentures. What? Come dentures? on. Dentures? Listen, I'll tell you Not what. Not in your 60s. <laughs> when do people get... I, I don't Thanks know. for your text. Um, if I, that, that would be, again, a midlife crisis. If I could afford... To Invisalign? Get, to get anything I needed to, to have done on my teeth. Mm. You know, have them whitened, have them completely... Have, no, what, just go full veneers. Veneers. <laughs> you don't want to mess around with, like, full-on veneers. Full-on veneers. And you don't have to worry about a thing. Get fillings replaced. God, so I would that, love to get veneers. Yeah. I, and I don't even dislike my teeth. 
But wouldn't it be great to know that your teeth are going to look that wonderful for the rest of your life? Any dentist listening right now who can tell her the reasons why she shouldn't be doing this? <laughs> you don't think? No. Come on. This text, I was at my parents yesterday and noticed footprints in the snow going into their backyard. I got all concerned, shaking my fist and saying, who's been on my parents' lawn? Oh my Mom was God. chill and said, it's probably the kids taking a shortcut to school. They do that sometimes. She was super chill and I was shaking my fist. I think she has had her midlife crisis, and I'm just starting mine, turning into the person who shakes her fist yeah, all fact, the time. the fact that you even care. <laughs> this says you might be going through a midlife crisis if you're second-guessing your choice of spouse. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Oh. I hope that's not something you're going through. <laughs> but that's what we're looking for, signs of a midlife crisis. One more text just came in. If you've had your colon cleansed, you're probably having a midlife crisis. Well... Good for you for having your colon cleansed. That's fantastic. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute. Damien Lucenda, you're pulled over and ready to win some money. Is that right? I am. Okay, let's make today the day you win a grand. So you get one minute on the clock, 10 questions, get them all right. You're going to win a thousand bucks. If not, we'll give you $10 for each correct answer you give us. Damien, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we will come back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Awesome. Let's go. Let's go, Damien. Your thousand dollar minute on move starts. Now, Damien, true or false, the sun is a star. True. Name a Canadian province that ends with the letter N. <laughs> what name do Taylor Swift fans call themselves? Swifties. Who is the host of grocery games on the Food Network? Pass. Spell, misspell. M I S. S-P-E-L-L. If you're using a sand wedge, what sport are you playing? Golf. What's the name of the Oscar-nominated star of The Whale? Uh, Tom Hanks. How much money is 20 dimes and eight quarters? Uh, That's $4. Which fast food restaurant has asked, where's the beef and where's the bacon in its ad campaigns? Wendy's. Pat Monahan, lead singer of this Drops of Jupiter band, turns 54 today. Uh... Jefferson Starship. Okay, time is up, Damien. (laughs) Jefferson Starship? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You're Jupiter and went with that. Okay, Damien, let's go through the questions together. The sun is, in fact, a star. Canadian province that ends with the letter N, Saskatchewan. Uh, Swifties are Taylor Swift fans. Guy Fieri, the host of Grocery Games. Peter made sure I said that correctly. (laughs) Anybody else call him Guy Fiari for the rest, I, I for just all of your life? Gave it to you phonetically. I know. I know. I'm just, I didn't know. I learned that today. Guy Fieri. Misspell, M-I-S-S-P-E-L-L. A sand wedge is used in golf. Brendan Fraser is the star of The Whale. 20 dimes, eight quarters, four bucks. Where's the bacon? Where's the beef is from Wendy's. And drops of Jupiter singer Pat Monahan is from the band Terrain. Uh, okay. Ah, Damien, five out of ten, fifty bucks this morning. Oh. 
Damien, okay. before the next time you play, if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to play uh, this game uh, the next day, listen to our podcast. We'll always give you the answer to question number 10 for the next day's $1,000 minute. It's on the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. Damien, thank, thank you, you so much, much for playing, and you hang on the line for us, okay? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back with your chance to win 1000 bucks tomorrow in under 60 seconds when you play the $1,000 minute on Move 100. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Halifax is getting something amazing this summer. This is a big announcement we were telling you about earlier this morning, but we couldn't give you the details. We can now for the first time. (laughs) The Great Outdoors Comedy Festival is coming to Halifax. And the very first headliner, it's happening on the garrison grounds in Halifax, and the very first headliner is Jerry Seinfeld. How exciting is that? Oh, my God. And happening at Garrison Grounds in August, Mm -hmm. summertime, how awesome is that going to be? How about sitting on Citadel Hill watching Jerry Seinfeld do his thing and laughing your you-know-what off? Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Now, tickets for the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival to see Jerry specifically are on sale as of this Friday. They start at $69. You can also go for the VIP tickets, uh, which are great because you actually get, like, table service. There's a separate entrance. There's a a nice fancy menu for Mm -hmm. you. So, if that's more your jam, you have that option as well. Think about about this one of the biggest TV stars of all time. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld is legendary, and people are still watching it years after it went off the air. But then he goes on to do the comedy festivals, uh, the comedy stuff that we've seen on Netflix most recently, yeah. and riding in cars I with love comedians, that show. Get, comedians in cars getting coffee. I think that's what it's <laughs> same called. thing. Riding you in know, cars with he's comedians. in a car. <laughs> And they're comedians. <laughs> and they're comedians, Hello. and they're hilarious, <laughs> and, they're, and they're getting coffee. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Jerry Seinfeld is coming to Halifax. He's been here before. Mm-hmm. Other times, he's been really kind of exclusive. Yeah. You know, one time it was because of a, a like, it's a fundraiser for a very good cause, but it costs a lot of money. You weren't getting to see Jerry Seinfeld for, you know, tickets in the $60 range. You are this time. The Great Outdoors Comedy Festival comes to Halifax, and our first headliner is Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. However, we might have some to give away starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you posted on that. More details uh, to come at move100halifax.ca. Getting you pumped up for the day. Get up and go. Get up, 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 up. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Just curious, if you are a leap year baby, meaning you were, I don't know, you were born on the 29th of February, that thing that happens every four years, when do you celebrate? Is tomorrow the first? Tomorrow's the first okay. of March. When do you celebrate your birthday? Is it like today? Is it tomorrow, first of March? Or maybe you just have a two-day celebration it's for a, your birthday. It's not, unless you have a two-day celebration, it's not really fair, is it? Your birthday gets vetoed. Like it's, you just get canceled. <laughs> Worse than having your birthday on the 25th of, de- of December. Literally. You're having your birthday on a day that only comes around every four years. Do you just not celebrate this year? Do you wait to celebrate extra hard next year? What do you do? Do you try to fool the world and say that if, you know, if you're, <laughs> I don't know, 30 or years old, that one's not going to work out, is it? But that you're only actually... Seven? Doesn't it feel like not... If your birthday is tech, is February 29th or whatever, and but there's no February 29th, like, doesn't it feel like 
it doesn't count. You got robbed? Like, I feel like I wouldn't want to celebrate this year. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, got to hear from, and I, and I know this is a very small group of people. Leap year babies, meaning you were born on the 29th of February. Do you celebrate on the 28th? What does your mother do? Do you steal the 28th birthday? Like, you're claiming their birthday. Do you celebrate on the 1st of March, or do you have a two-day birthday celebration because you are so darn special? Do you know any leap year babies? No, I know somebody who's on the 28th and having a birthday today, but nobody on the 29th. Okay, we got to talk to you. If this is what you're going through right now, give us a call, 451-1313. Send us a text anytime at 124-7. By the way, it's only 0.07% of the population we're talking to here. I know that's a small audience. (laughs) We'll wait for the lines to blow up here. (laughs) Let us know. we got to talk to you. Leap your babies. Move 100. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Okay, adults. Almost 13% of you don't know how to do this. And it's not something you can really learn from YouTube. <laughs> like we do with everything, <laughs> yeah, else everything else in this life. I don't know how to do this. So <laughs> I'll just look at YouTube. Well, yeah. 13% of us don't know how to do this. And it's not something you're likely to learn on YouTube. Okay, call us with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Okay, most of the texts coming in say drive. Mm-hmm. Drive, whether it's a stick shift Standard, whatever. Right. Drive. Yeah, I mean, so I guess if you're, I don't know, say you're 40, are you suddenly going to go out and learn how to drive a manual transmission car? I don't think so. I think if you didn't learn when you were figuring out how to drive in the first place, you're not going back to do that. There's less and less reason to drive one anyway, but yeah, that's probably something you learned as a teenager. Plus, it's just harder when you're older. That is not the answer we're looking for. (laughs) Almost 13% of adults don't know how to do this. And again, I'm just putting that out there. That's not something that YouTube's going to show you. This text, how to make a Bluetooth speaker stream from Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need help? We can help you. We can do that. Uh, text, skating, ice skating. No, that's no. not it. Uh, swimming yeah, is a big text here as well. Again, not it. I mean, there are all the things that you might think about, but nobody's thought about this one yet. Almost 13% of adults don't know how to ride a bike. Oh. And it's not something you can learn from YouTube necessarily and not something you're likely to learn as an adult, although I think I can think of someone who's learn to ride a bike as a full grown, grown ass adult. Really? Decided that she was going to go out and learn how to ride a bike and did so successfully. I wonder, would it be hard? I mean, you have more balance as an adult, don't you? <laughs> like, it's right. all about balancing oh, yourself. And it's bike. one of those things that's like not easy for kids either, uh, right? I mean, it's... Oh, but you're it's, all willy-nilly all over the place. Right, and yeah. it's a fear thing. Oh and, my gosh, absolutely. Fearful for a lot of kids, but... If you're up on an adult-sized bicycle mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to fall at least four or five times, you're yeah. just going to say, oh, <laughs> forget it. Uh, you mentioned that you know somebody who did, learned how to ride a bike as an adult. I'm wondering, is there something that you personally had to learn as an adult? Maybe most people were taught how to do this one thing as kids, but you did it as an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what it, what it is that you learned how to do, right. I guess, later in life. Yeah. Like if you don't know how to play a musical instrument, is that something you suddenly pick up? I have a friend who's doing music lessons through the HRM. Mm-hmm. He's 60 plus. Aww, and he's awesome. learning how to play guitar. Good for him. So, but that'd be a lot easier when you're 12, though, don't you think? Absolutely. <laughs> Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.